from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed it is, Mr. Broadcast Guy, who said, good morning. And this is OneRadioNetwork.com. It's a, a rainy, kind of dark day here. I hope. Do I have enough light? I think so. We'll see. Can you see me? And it's uh, the 28th of October, 2022. We are live here. And on Fridays, we just uh, go with our meme, our brand name, which is It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. That's what we do on Friday, and that covers pretty much everything. Because when you tie in... uh, um, how we get sick, why we get sick, and and then why the body ages, and it covers everything, right? Soul, mind, body, um, politics, religion, I mean, everything, because everything affects this uh, physical being called a body. Everything that we take in and accept, it's in the body. So it kind of covers it all. It's a great, uh, great brand name that we've trademarked. It's a, uh, the title of our third screenplay takes a long time to get young, and also uh, our forthcoming book that has been forthcoming for five years. But I just keep getting new information, so I don't know. It's no hurry. Everybody's got a book, but we'll, we'll just keep rolling. We're spending most of our time, other than the show, on screenwriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. That's what we do. So uh, join us this morning. Uh, Let me know what's going on in your life, anything in particular that you would like me to talk about with you, or just tell me hello, or tell me about your life, or tell me about your kids, or your cows, or your dogs, or whatever you want to do. Bring up a subject you think is interesting to you, and uh, you're invited to do that. I'll check the, I didn't check this morning, I generally do, but I failed, but I'm going to do it while I'm talking. I'll multitask for a moment, but it's 888-663-6386. I'm on a little mobile phone here. Let's see if it connects. Ah, perfect. It's connected, so it works, and you can call that, oh, my ear itches. 888-663-6386. Sixty-three eighty-six. Email Patrick One We're live here a little bit after ten. It is uh, October twenty-eight, twenty twenty-two. So we have lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. Oh, I need some water already. So. Um, Water, water, water. Get my uh, my hydrogen sulfur water. We do the hydrogen every morning. Cook up uh, 32 ounces. Takes about 10 minutes on the hydrogen machine. And then we put our sulfur in there and do that a couple times a day depending. However, I do notice that I am not nearly, excuse me, 
nearly as thirsty. So we say when we were kids, I'm thirsty, Mom. I'm nearly as thirsty when uh, uh, doing uh, more animal-based foods and less carbs and pretty much no carbs and no vegetables, what I'm doing now. I've just given up those for a while. But to you, I require a lot less water, probably half the amount of water. So I'm not smart enough to know exactly why that is, but uh, you can look at that and figure it out for something. Maybe you need the water uh, to move out all of the food that you're eating that's not digestible, which You know, there's there's nothing inappropriate or misguided, and Jennifer Daniels is one, you know, I love her, um, about pooping two, three, four times a day, and people say all the time, I'm pooping three times a day. And the reason you're pooping three times a day, in my humble opinion, and um, the more I look at this as being more meat-based over the last five months now, is the only reason we have to poop all those times is because we're eating food that is not digestible. I mean, it makes sense. If it's not digestible, then it's got to come out. Meat and eggs, um, fish, butter, fat, ghee, mm, it's very digestible, much more so than vegetables. Meat is about mm, 75% water and has all the proteins and Oh, it has all the vitamins and minerals that one needs in a ribeye steak. And so vegetables and fruit and uh, carbs all have a lot of fiber, and fiber is not digestible, so it has to come out. So you got to poop two or three times a day, sometimes more, depending on how much undigestible food you eat. Uh, a lot of people say, that's great, and uh, you need vegetables, you need carbs. I've never seen any evidence of that, but if you want to eat it, Fine, you just have to poop more. So you have to drink more water, and it's okay. It's great. You can do whatever way you want. What I'm encouraging you to think about, maybe you don't want to poop that much, maybe you don't want to eat that much, and you can eat meat and uh, move on down the road and spend more time doing your life rather than eating and pooping. Hmm. Got my little list here of things to talk about. So now, if we want to get personal, I eliminate one time a day, usually right around um, large intestine time. Thank you, Adam Bergstrom, five to seven in the morning, sometimes a little bit later because of now on we're on the, um, daylight savings up until Monday, then I'll probably get earlier, and that's pretty much a natural uh, way for the body to get rid of whatever it's been put in in the last 24 hours. In one package, in one time, it's out. Dogs, most animals, I don't know. I've never had a tiger, but I would suspect they just poop once a day and they're carnivores. And i pretty close with Doodle and that's what she does about, about once a day. And she eats raw meat, some raw eggs, um, put extra fat in there and some organ meats, and that's what she does. So it's pretty basic, pretty, you know, pretty much what we've probably done for for millions of years, up until about 10,000 years ago. And this started, this started with the, um, 
in the um, pyramid, Egyptian dudes, they, they figured out how to come up with some seeds called rice and plant them and then grow this thing called rice, which is really a seed and carbohydrate, and then you could store it in the pyramids forever in case, um, I don't know what they ate. I'm not smart enough, but in case they ran out of food, whatever it is they were eating. But um, um, you can look at um, bone uh, fragments and they go into this whole hydrogen thing with the very geeky stuff way, way back. And they know what people have eaten. And we also know that uh, people about 10,000 years ago have begun to create all kinds of issues with, uh, with eating uh, the non-specie appropriate food and all evidence to that is a more meat-based eggs, fish, fat, you know, a carnivore, keto, low-carb, whatever you want to call it. It's pretty much proven. Um, uh, so it's only about 10,000 years old. And then all the fruits that we're eating today, you go to Whole Foods or your hippie food store, they're not really fruit. They are hybridized, genetically modified fruit that increases the sugar, increases the fiber, makes them bigger. Apples, you know, a few thousand years ago or something used to be like little bitty crab apples, berries, and people eat just a little bit of those when they came in season and not, you know, 24, 12 months out of the year when you go to the store and you see all these luscious, big, green, or um, hill, you know, uh, whatever, honey crisp apples and all that, and mostly sugar and fiber. So if you want to spend your money on that, okay. Uh, I'm not interested in that. But you might be, but you'll poop it out, so don't worry. So, that's my current situation with my pooping and eating. If that's okay with you, I just share things that what I'm doing in my, in my life just because, well, I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, certainly not going to talk much about the matrix uh, uh, or the illusion of what we call physical reality, but we will mention one, a few things this morning. They might be worth mentioning. And that's... Um, We talked to Max Egan this past week along with Martin Armstrong, two pretty hip guys that we think are pretty pretty smart guys. They look at things, financial things, um, politics, geopolitics, and these are on our front page in audio form or on BitChute if you'd like to listen. They're, they're both were really good shows. Max is great and, and uh, different different personalities, different ideas, but... Um, some real curious things to just kind of be aware of since we are in a body and yeah, and and uh, you know we are in a body for the time being there is um, kind of word around the campfire and also mm, rumors some intel Martin Armstrong mentioned some intel, and now there's a few congressmen that are coming out suggesting that uh, the United States 
is going to do a dirty bomb in Ukraine. Of course, blaming on the Russians. To my understanding, the dirty bomb is kind of like a, mm, a dirty bomb where just nuclear radiation goes out a couple of miles. Um, it's it's not a full-on tactical nuke, but it's a dirty bomb. I don't know. These people come up with this stuff. And just to just to get Americans behind the president before the election, because people tend to do that when they think Russia is going to nuke us and and then vote for them, the Democrats, uh, in, in a week, right? A week and a half. That's the rumor, just a rumor. So if something happens over there, you'll know that it was more <laughs> it was more than a rumor. Now whether or not uh, a dirty bomb in Ukraine, uh, of course the media will will play it for all it's worth because they they are globalist and currently globalists are controlling Biden and company. So um, you know they're going to tell you that it's really important to support the country during the time of war and all that. And it could boost them up a little bit. Whether or not it's going to put them in, uh, whether it's not going to be able to allow them to retain in power, talking about the Democrats, after a week from Tuesday, I don't know, uh, looking at some of the polls, uh, uh, the conservatives are kicking some real booty. And just from a pure financial thing, you know, all politics is crazy. They're all, they're all control freaks. They're all, um, yeah, they're all control freaks, Democrat, Republican, all of them. So I'm not saying that Republicans are going to save your life, but I think that uh, you have a better chance of not even getting your ass kicked as much if the Republicans do as well uh, on Tuesday, um, a week from Tuesday, as they say, just because conservatism is a little less crazy than socialism. It's all crazy control, you know, but it's just less crazy. I, I think it's a good way to put it, isn't it? It's less crazy. There's about 50 uh, conservatives that want to end all of this uh, money to Ukraine, which is our money, and which uh, most of it is just being stolen. Uh, and Zelensky, I think, just bought his mom a $2 million home you know, they're all stealing it. It's not going anywhere. They're not going to stop the Russians. Not going to happen. Now, if you listen to all of the media, about 98%, they're going to, Russians are just, they're dead in the water and keep sending the money, we'll be fine. It's all crap. And he's not going anywhere. Putin's not going anywhere. And he, he um, I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to keep on going. And he's been very clear that he doesn't intend to use a nuclear because he knows what these people are up to. He's not stupid. And so war is stupid. And the first casualty of war is the truth. That goes back about 100 AD, I think. Some... Roman philosopher, the 
war. The truth is the first casualty of war, I believe is the right way to say it. Water time. And it's really kind of important because this could mean a strategy for you with whatever assets you have in the bank or mm, stocks, whatever. All of this, all of these dollars that are going to Ukraine and all of this um, forgiving the student loans, which by the way, the Supreme Court said you can't do it, so that's on hold for now. They're all, they all come from, most of them come from money, dollars, money. It's a funny word, isn't it, money? Come from dollars that are created on a computer at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, loaned to Treasury at interest, us, and that is inflationary. Right because you send it to Ukraine and Ukraine buys weapons from Boeing and all the other people that are in on this war scam and then Boeing pays their employees and their employees buys furniture and stuff and that's putting more dollars out there and that's why inflation is where it is today. It's not, and the, don't blame it on the Russians as Joe tries to do. Inflation is running probably 15% they say seven or eight, you know, it's twice that, according to our sources, so it's big time, and it, there's just no way it's going to go, um, our opinion, anywhere else, but up, just like it did in the 70s, when mortgage rates went to 15%, could go that high, um, because raising interest rates that the Fed is doing on the amount of interest that the banks pay uh, the Fed to borrow from them is going up because they say that's going to control inflation but anybody with half a brain knows that they're just trying to um, create a recession which is what they're doing and uh, raising interest rates not going to solve the inflation problem. These dollars are out there chasing the same gallon of milk and the same steak and the same toilet paper and the same whatever house that you want to buy. So, it's just made up. It's not true what they're telling you on 90, let's call it 95% of the media. Um, if you believe any of it, I think you're just, uh, uh, it's a fool's errand because they're all in on the deal. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. One of the reasons then we recommend that you talk to our Fred, Fred, our friend, Fred Dashevsky. And if you got money in the bank, I would take it out of the bank and buy some gold and silver coins. And um, pretty good chance gold and silver is going to go up in the next few years. Real good chance because of the dollar. At some time, will start to lose value. And when dollar goes down in value, gold goes up. And even if it doesn't move, even if it doesn't move, which is unlikely, the price of gold and silver, you still have your, your, 
your coins that have collector value and you have all this inflation and you're going to get more than what you paid today even if gold doesn't go up because that's the way numismatics work and you won't lose money which you do when you just have your money in a bank because if you have the money in the bank right now today you're losing 15% per year inflation so if you got a hundred grand in the bank, good for you. Let's just say a hundred grand in the bank. A year from now, your those hundred dollars will buy eighty-five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Uh, Fred's number is eight hundred eight seven eight two six four six. We think it's one of the best ways to do it. Or if you don't want to buy gold and silver, take your money out of the bank put it under the mattress, uh, at least then they won't steal it from you if banks start to go um, belly up. That's called a bail-in, and they can do that. Um, so just be careful. We are on in a brave new world. Here's my little notes for today. So I don't want to even, that's not even on there, the money stuff, but just popped up. 888 It's a rainy Friday morning in Dripping Springs, Texas. I think the whole, um, what do they call it, El Nino, El Nino thing, changed from an O to an A, and then we'll start, we'll start to get some rain. I guess uh, the cows stopped farting as much as they did uh, six months ago, so the global warming is not as bad. I know. <laughs> you can't believe it. You just can't make this stuff up. Uh, if you have a question, comment, uh, anything, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, kind of the big news out in the uh, met, uh, Matrix this morning Elon Musk finally did the deal and bought Twitter for $44 million. Billion. Billion. So, we are going to see what Mr. Musk is made out of. Many people, including your host, believes he falls under the globalist category. Meaning, pretty much, he's just a front guy for the CIA and NASA and whatever. And they they gave him mucho money to do the whole thing, let's just they did with Zuckerberg and Bezos. These are what these globalists do. Uh, they use the CIA with big money from Soros and NASA's got a $25 billion budget that they don't need because they don't do anything. So they have a lot of money to pay people to do what they want them to do. Like shoot rockets up in the air and make believe that they're satellites when they're just balloons. That kind of stuff, you know, NASA. The whole flat earth thing. See, if you're really following the bouncing ball here, as we do on One Radio Network, you see how the whole thing just works. It makes perfect sense. They got a deal. They got a plan. So we know that since he lies about the satellites, that he is a global lie, 
but maybe uh, they just encouraged him to hmm, I don't know, buy Twitter and advertise as a free speech platform um, because who cares? They're going to do what they want to do. I, you know, I think the idea of, of censoring somebody for saying, you know, you don't shoot up satellites or, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you think people really read a tweet and change their minds? It's all smoke and mirrors. So I think he'll, he'll probably let people say whatever they want, but is it going to change anything? That's my opinion on that one. You might have your own, and I'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. But I did. I did send a couple of tweets this morning. I'm going to see. I'm going to. I'm going to just for fun, you know, really go after the whole NASA thing and the satellites. And I don't have any followers, so it's not like I'm going to ever cause any ruckus. But you know, me, I just just to see. I don't have a, a lot of headspace to do all that stuff, you know. I'm just lucky I even go on Facebook from time to time. It's getting pretty old, that whole thing. All of it. Did you see where, um, I put it on Faceplant, uh, this thing called the Meta, Meta, Metaverse, that Zuckerberg started, I don't know, a couple years ago, he, that he's lost $50 billion, by the way, on this thing. Can you imagine? $50 billion? And his stock is now down to $100 on Meta. I know. He just may lose it all from being crazy mazy. I had the chart here. What happened? Oh, yeah. Stock price today is like $100 it was $400. Wow, that can't be possible, is it? <whistles> a Metastock, uh, which is the parent company for Faceplant, was $400 a share. Um, looks like the fall of 2021. Today it's $100 a share, which means that the Zuck, I don't wish this on anybody because, you know, I guess he earned it, lost three quarters of his wealth. It's probably $150 billion. I don't know. Can you imagine? But, you know, this guy, God love him. I mean, he really thought Sure glad I didn't go to Harvard. He really thought, and he invested a hundred, I don't know, billions of dollars into this metaverse. He really thought that people were going to go online and buy into this whole virtual reality for girlfriends and boyfriends and food and people were buying yachts for real dollars and Bitcoin into a meta unit, a, a virtual reality, not real, just made up. And of course, at first it was kind of cool, I guess, where you, and then though people really got, you know, well, this is stupid. 
I mean, he, he really thought that that was going to work. God bless him. Whew. Like I say, man, Harvard. Ooh. But um, that's not going to work. People got on real quick, and he doesn't have it. The whole thing is just cratering. The whole thing. Why would it not? Why would it not? Yeah, boy, he really... Ah, what's 150 billion among friends, right? It's crazy, isn't it? You can blow that kind of money. I know. And it's just like, whoa. So this was out yesterday. It's kind of fun. Well, not really, but interesting. I posted this guy on Faceplant, the climate change zealots have found a new scapegoat to blame for changes in the weather. The family pet. Doodle lion here. CNN has dubbed the term carbon paw print. Whatever these people are smoking, I may fall off the wagon and have some. And they're urging owners to switch their pets over to insect-based diets or lab-grown meat, beyond meat and all that nonsense, and reconsider future animal adoptions. Don't adopt animals. Let them kill them at the SPCA and the Humane Society. And don't feed them meat. because they're adding to climate change. I mean, really? I mean, it's like, it is fact that dogs and cats are obligate carnivores. They come from wolves and lions originally and a much shorter lifespan time frame than we humans in millions of years, and I don't know how long cats have been around, or dogs, or wolves. And they eat meat, fat. They don't eat bugs. You'll kill your dog. You put them on beyond meat. They'll just die. So I guess the global I want to kill your pets as well. <clears throat> You can go to any pet store today. Go to one of those pet things, PetSmart or whatever, and go to the, the rack where they have a hundred different bags of kibble. All these great names like, I don't know, I don't know. You look at the ingredients and most of these things like 95% of them will kill your dog or cause them to get cancer. Veterinarians are crowded. Veterinarians are busy, busy, busy. For one reason, and one reason alone, People are poisoning their dogs and cats with not the appropriate food. 
the species-appropriate food. End of story. Kidney, and they do all this stuff. Failed kidney, renal failure in cats. It's huge. But if you feed them dumb food, what do you think they're going to do? If you have a dog or cat, pony up. It's your responsibility. Just go to the Safeway or, or Giant or H-E-B and get the cheapest ground beef you can get. So it's got a few little, you know, and that's about 10 times better than anything uh, on, that you can buy in a can. And they'll, they'll get well from whatever they got. And you say, well, I can't afford that, and I can't afford that. Well, yeah, you can. How much are you giving your veterinarian? It's your responsibility. These are your kids. Makes me crazy. And vets are clueless. Just like the doctors, they sell all this nonsense. You know. Food they sell is killing people. They just bring them back, you know. Just bring them back and see me. Oh, eat, eat our food here in the lobby. This is great. Good stuff, yeah. They got all these fancy names, you know. Well, my vet gave it to me. It's really good food. Really? What, what are the ingredients? The only place we recommend for canned food is cornucopiapetfoods.com They are out of New Jersey and you go into our store like I'm going right now. Now we don't get money for doing this. They're not an affiliate or a sponsor. I will tell you that they do send Doodle and Patrick some food from time to time. We don't have a deal on paper. They just do it because I talk about them, and that's great. And I really appreciate it. And the Doodle eats mainly fresh, raw, organic, grass-fed meat. And so we feed her this supplementally, sometimes for breakfast, sometimes I'll add it to her food, because it's totally, absolutely, 100% organic. Very few. I don't know of any other canned food that is. I'm trying to see what the right, the right category in our store. And you don't have to go through our website, because again, it's not a an affiliate thing. It's just Gives you a little link there and call them up. And, you know, do that. Do it today. Get yourself a couple cases. It's all organic. And you start feeding this and your, your dogs and cats will, um, will um, stop being sick. Their hair will grow back. They'll stop itching. Um, just the way it works. And it, which is the same reason why most people we're eating, sorry, not appropriate species food like carbs, vegetables, are sick. 
Sorry. I think it's under food and um, superfoods. Yeah, here it is. Food and superfoods. It's cornucopia, C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A, petfoods.com. Greatest food ever. They have chicken and liver, organic eggs, organic vegetables. They do put some vegetables in there, which is fine. Um, Free-range organic chicken, fresh farm organic turkey, sardines, the best food ever. Does it cost more than all that stuff? Yeah, because you're putting real food in there. But it's your pet, it's your responsibility, and you will save wear and tear on your animals, which you love, and wear and tear on the bills at vets and keep them around a lot longer. I mean, I've seen some graphs in the, the, the lifespan of various breeds, and it's just going down. Because people have been feeding them bad food for 50 years. You know, dog and cat food is really not that uh, old of a scam. When I was a kid, there was no dog and cat food. We just fed them table scraps. That's all they ate, what we ate. That's it. I had beagles. They lived to 20 years old. And they, they ate a lot of, you know, they ate a lot of carbs, too. They got away with it. So, like I say, even, you know, even some carbs and not a totally arc carnivore diet, which is the best, as carnivore Carnicopia is not totally, absolutely meat, but mostly meat. They're going to live a lot longer than all the stuff you, you're feeding them now. They just will. And so will you. If you want to live a long time, eat more meat. Um... CornucopiaPetFoods.com And we're also putting, we have a couple cases behind, as we call it, in case some food thing gets weird next year. So that's a good idea, too. We don't know what's going to happen in this whole food supply, but but, uh, we're blessed to have farmers markets and farmers close by in the area uh, that will continue to feed their cows and have meat. So that's a good thing to do, too. It's great. I, I thought about that. I didn't think about it. Somebody just put that in my... Is um, These farmer's markets, find one. Find a meat purveyor, vegetable purveyor, um, if you like vegetables, uh, fruit purveyor, if you like fruit, and uh, get a relationship with them. So no matter what the Klaus Schwab... Do, you know, goobies want to do um, to try to starve you out next year. Well, you'll have some food. Uh, Adam Bergstrom, good morning, Adam. Uh, Google's fact checkers are in a frenzy about patriarch krill. What? Let me see what that is. Patriarch, patriarch krill, Kirill. I don't know who that is. K-I-R-I-L-L, Moscow, and all Russia, Rus, 
appointing Putin chief exorcist and fighting the Antichrist. Maybe you'd explain. Oh, so, yeah, many people, I think I get what you're saying, Adam. Let me get a drink here. Sorry, I didn't quite get the way you wrote the email. But anyway, um, many people believe that the Poots, the Putin, is actually going to be a helper and is a helper for us because he is not, some people say he is, maybe, but I'd like to think the glass half full and and for the moment look upon him as not a globalist because I mean he's been very clear that he thought Klaus Schwab was crazy his last speech the speech before that now you'll see pictures you know they're there of Putin meeting Klaus Schwab they're all years ago they don't tell you when he took the pictures but this fourth industrial revolution, the Green New Deal, GMOs, Pooch is not buying it. So this is one of the reasons why they want to get rid of him. Because he's not one of them. And neither is China, I don't think. China, Russia, Brazil, we'll see how this Bolsonaro, if he comes through, Iran, India, um, South America, they're doing their own thing and they're splitting off from the westernized Klaus Schwab, Green New Deal, um, eat bugs and, and uh, um, you'll own nothing and you'll be fine. So, maybe in the screenplay called The Great Awakening that he's the savior, Putin. Could be. You know, I've known to have my naive, my naivete naivete uh, moment, so I might be naive. Dogs can live long, healthier lives on vegan diet. Untrue. Wrong. Wrong. Sorry. Uh, wrong. They're carnivores. Yes, Patrick, about the pet foods. My opinion, very few people can live a long and healthier life on a vegan diet. Some people can, I don't know. But not a lot of even anecdotal evidence to show that. Do you see a lot of vegans, 40, 50, 60, 70, running around looking great? I don't know. If they are, they're hiding. Plants have even been plants as they are presented today have only been around for a few thousand years. Maybe maybe five or six. Before that it was rice and wheat and corn and it's all nonsense. And now they'd have all been jamoed and uh, humans didn't eat any of this stuff up until ten thousand years ago. We ate fat and meat and fat and meat. 
you think we have a genetic predisposition to rice after 5,000 years of eating rice or whatever? That genetic drift takes a long time, not 10,000 years. You know, folks, unless you look at this stuff and listen to some people that do not have their head up, you know where, you're going to be internally confused about what would be the best food for you. Now, if you're clever and you want to eat vegan and vegetarian, you can do it and you can do fine. I'm not telling you to eat meat, but, you know, it's a whole lot easier. Probably cheaper in the long run than when you save on getting sick. Remember the millions, maybe, let's just say this country, the millions and millions of people. I don't know, you could Google, hey Lynn, would you, hey Lynn, Lynn up in Nebraska, the flattest state in the world, in the country, she takes our notes. Lynn, would you see if you can find out, I think I asked you this before, if you can find out the total number of people in this country on one or more prescription medicines. The number of people, one or more. I bet it's a lot. Why is that? Mm. Could it be what they're eating? Mm. Could it be what they're thinking? Mm. Could it be what they're injecting in their body with vaccines? Uh, Adam says that L LGBTQ plus is the final straw for Putin. The godless communists are now Orthodox Catholics, especially Putin. Here's who Putin appointed. Oh, I see. He appointed this guy, Patriarch Kirill of Moscow. Okay, let's go and see what this guy's about. That's what Adam was talking about. Wow, this guy's cool. Look at him. Man, he's got a little... He's got a hat on, and he's got a beard, and he's got... Kirill of Serial Russian. I hate reading. I don't hate anything. I dislike reading Wikipedia. He's a Russian Orthodox bishop. He became Patriarch of Moscow and all Rus and primate of the Russian Orthodox Church in February 2020. Oh, this is the head dude. He's like the Pope, right? He's cool. Prior to becoming Patriarch, Kirill was Archbishop once again, reading Wikipedia would make your head explode. A close ally of Russian leader Putin, Kirill has described Putin's rule as a miracle of God. According to Putin, Kirill's father baptized him during his tenure as Patriarch of Moscow and all Rus. What is our U.S.? Is that all Russian territory or something? Kirill has uh, bought the Russian Orthodox Church closer to the Russian state. His relationship with Lama. So he's like the Pope, dude, of the Russian Orthodox Church. And they ain't having LBGTQ, man. It isn't. Oh, that's who this guy is. Great find. See, Adam, he does this kind of research, and who would know from Kirill? K-I-R-I-L-L, Moscow. He's a great-looking dude. Uh, Rochester, Minnesota researcher. Lynn's on her keyboard this morning. Thanks, baby. Uh, 
find that nearly 70% of Americans are on at least one prescription drug and more than half receive at least two prescription reports CBS Atlanta. 70% of Americans take prescription drugs. So, what is it, 230 million we got here? Got my calculator, 230 times 70. Ah, man. It's only 161 million on prescription drugs, one or more. Why? You think the body just gets sick because Number one cause of disease in our opinion, and this is all in my opinion, you may think I'm crazy and just click off and go somewhere else, is um, poor thinking, stinking thinking, fear, angst, uncomfortable situations, reacting, reacting to the interweb, reacting to anything. I'm good at it. I can react to it and have fun with it, and it doesn't affect me because I know how to do it. To me, it's just a movie, and I get excited about watching a movie. I can tell you my yeah. Does that make sense? So that's one of the things we talk about on uh, coaching sessions that I do that you can do with moi if you care to. Uh, if you want to get crazy like me, is uh, Patrick in your pocket. Email me. Put that in the, in the uh, subject matter. We do a one-time, low-cost video, um, one-hour coaching session we send you the audio file so you can use it as a reference and then unlimited email support. As for as long as I'm living, I'm yours, baby. Really? It's part of the deal. It could be 20 years from now and wherever I am, I won't be doing this show probably and you can put Patrick in your pocket and, and I'll continue to Communicate. I'm not going to try to convince you of anything. I won't try to convince you to eat carnivore or do spiritual stuff that I do. It just depends what you want to do. But I'll guarantee you that if you do a session with me that you'll find I will be able, you will find me a listener of such quality that you've never had before. That's my specialty. By listening, you and I can determine what you might want to do next, spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationship-wise, diet-wise, um, financial. And I, that's what we do. I've done several of them, and I really enjoy it. It's fun. So, just email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. That's interesting to you. And we'll work it out. Um, one cost, low cost. $250 is what it is. One time. Um, this product is it's cheaper than an attorney. Two hundred. Uh, this product is um, um, two more days, right? On sale. Okay. 
For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great, it's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube. For me, it's kind of fascinating because I went off and on colostrum for a long time. I, I just, you know, you know how things go. And then ever since the carnivore thing, I, I've been on it a lot more and really enjoy it. I'm glad I'm burning through it because it's, a, it's an animal food, which I'm into now more than ever. And it's a very nice food for me to digest, and you might find it as well. You could put it in coconut milk, which I think is the best alternative milk choice. Um, that's just my opinion. You can get organic coconut milk at uh, Safeway or Giant or wherever you go, um, and also the hippie food stores, and you can put colostrum in there, and, and uh, you know, and it's really got, a, as Daniel just said, a lot of great things in there. And uh, it's been proven to help heal the gut as well. Kind of, it'll tighten up those uh, junctures that you've caused by eating non-species appropriate food. Meat doesn't do that. We'll actually heal it up. So that's why we have leaky gut is because we've eaten foods that we're not really suited for. That's what happens. And then, of course, toxins, chemicals, uh, preservatives, food colorings. Yeah, that does it. And also, the number one, stinking thinking, that will um, perforate your gut as well. All of those things. And then electromagnetic fields will do it as well, too. So all of those things we know causes um, the body to get damaged one way or another, causes cancer cells to proliferate um, that's what causes it mainly stinking thinking for cancer number one say and then people say well now wait a minute I you know I've been thinking good yeah but it's it's uh, we can get into it more if you want but um, no we just we just how can I say this and this is not a criticism we're giving giving us a hard time me included we are just not 
designed to worry, designed to not feel comfortable every moment and be happy. Not We're not designed to um, be uncertain. We're not designed to be with people that don't really love us. We're not designed to um, be forced by people to vaccinate our kids. These are all things why we get sick. We are spiritual beings designed to be happy. And to not worry about anything, to trust God and tie our camel. And we tie our camel by doing everything we can to support ourselves. Right? Everything. Doing everything we can to know what's the best food to eat. Doing everything we can to know what's the best stuff to be able to put in our kids. To know if vaccines are yes, no, maybe. This is our job. This is our birthright. This is our responsibility. And when we don't do it, we get sick. And it's not a punishment. It's actually a gift from God. That's right. Because if we didn't get sick and have stuff go on, we would never know that we were the cause of it. And if we never knew, then we would just we would just die. Not even get sick. We just fall over. So sickness, as is known, is just a, hello, something's not working here. Something's not working. Not a punishment. It's called karma. It's our karma when we eat bad food and think weird thoughts and believe weird thoughts. Not, then we get sick. And so it's just a wake-up call to say, you know, you want to cut that down because, you know, the liver's not happy the gut's not happy, whatever, you know, blood pressure, all this stuff. 160 million Americans. It's a trip. And this is the big one, baby. This is the um, a time that Max Egan and I have talked about. It's a great show. You can listen to it on One Radio Network or on BitChute. And um, he's really on it. This is the time to get awake. Or, because there's a lot of people that want you to just move on. If you know what I mean. So the... This time politically and financially and all the rest of it is just kind of God going, get a two-by-four, right? Have you heard some of the stories when you, when you do the uh, um, meditation like in the Buddhist or thing and they walk around and people are meditating, they fall asleep and they whack them, you know, <laughs> to wake them up. So th- this time, in my opinion, in our culture is when... God is just taking a two-by-four and going, what's going on? So take advantage of it. 
And the first thing I would recommend you do during the recommendations is to write down everything that you believe to be true on a notebook. And you'd be surprised. Just write it all down. Don't be shy. I believe this. I believe anything. Everything. And then slowly go through that list over a week or two and figure out why you believe it. Do you have real experience with it? Do you know it to be true or do you just believe it? Because that's the only place we get wisdom is when we look and see what it is and we know it to be true. And think, well, yeah, man, I, I see that. It works like that. You know, I ate that food and it doesn't work, so I think I'll stop eating that food for now. It won't be forever, but maybe for now. Then you have wisdom. You say, yeah. Like Ray Pete got what he... He got all celeried up because he was allergic to it and he didn't know what it was, but celery was used to cure the bacon or something. But he gained a little wisdom, right? But most of our beliefs were just making assumptions and we're going to talk about assumptions here this morning. And then, if you get rid of every belief that you just believe and don't know, now this can get a little scary. That's the that's the way out of the matrix. That's your red pill. You know, there, um, uh, Dr. Cowan is going to be on our show Monday. Looking forward to it. Uh, you know, he and other people are of the belief that the only thing, or not the only, the thing that makes us ill, and also Don, name of their book, and all these people, are toxins. In the food, in the air, in the water, in our mind. Just to keep it simple. EMFs. And the cool thing about toxins are, is that they will leave. If they come in, they will go out. Now they often build up over time, cancer. They often build up over time, fibroids. They often build up over time, atherosclerosis, whatever. But we even know with all of these things, with the right thinking and food and exercise and whatever, they'll also leave. So these cells on the body is essentially an oxidation of the biomolecule. So you know, mercury, lead, um, thinking, thinking, you know, everything actually messes up the biomolecules in the body. It's an, it's an oxidative stress, oxidation. 
pretty much what causes, it's a, it's a real link to disease. And we know the real science. Hundreds and hundreds of peer-reviewed studies that you can also find on uh, molecularhydrogeninstitute.com or is it an org? I think it's a com. That molecular hydrogen is like the one kick-booty antioxidant ever, ever, ever. We don't even recommend vitamin C. Vitamin C's got a lot of issues. Adam's talked about it. Yeah, I wouldn't do vitamin C. Anyway, but this is pretty powerful stuff. So uh, if we're breathing hydrogen gas, drinking hydrogen water, and kind of balancing out this oxidative, whatever you want to call it, from everything that's going on, and, and, and come on, and we know, and we don't. We don't talk about it a lot because uh, why bring more energy to it? And I know that we can heal it without it. But you know, these dudes are spraying stuff in the air. Come on, chemtrails. You know, you you'd have to kind of be, you know, and they do, and they put in food, and it's glyphosate and all this stuff. So. This is a great tool. Uh, a couple thousand dollars with our promo code lifetime warranty. Lifetime, one year, no questions asked, money back warranty. That's pretty cool. Very easy to deal with, very easy to set up. Quiet. Just breathe as much as you can, drink the water, and you, you know, it's going to help you just live longer, not get as sick. Because sickness is just a detoxification process, right? Yeah. You didn't catch anything. Put that germ theory on your list, what you believe, by the way. Put that right up top. (laughs) Put it right up top. And you get rid of that one, and boy, that's a big one. Um, okay, here we are. What is it? Um, where are we? What day is it? Friday. So much to talk about. Also, I'm going to give you a little story today. This is so cool. Actually, I'll do it right now. Let me look and see if there's some pressing emails we'll get to first. Let's see, let's see. Hmm. Oh, we love phone calls. Good morning, who's this? This is Sean. How we doing? Shawnee, Shawnee, Shawnee. Shawnee, Sharon, you know. Shawnee and Sharon sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yes, yes. Got my kisses (laughs) this morning. (laughs) You did. You did. 
how is the carnivore of mom, mom kicks ass? And so is he not doing anything? Is he is he not even doing steak and potatoes? Is he not even putting onions or mushrooms on the steak or anything? Oh, who, who's asking? Oh, your mom was asking you. Yeah, well, <laughs> everybody has. I'm like, <laughs> you got a shot? Just look at Patrick. You know, he's got no more ailments. He's got he he's good to go. So he might might want to try it. Well, I tell you, if I, I seriously, Shawnee, after five months, if I had a brother or sister, you know, or a friend who had some it's issues. Five, five months now? I, five, I told everybody, I said, we've been doing it for 90 days, maybe a little bit. Let's no, no, five, five months. months. Five months, yeah. Oh, my and if I had a brother or sister or friend that said, you know, that asked me, you know, what would you do? I've got cancer, I've got this, or I've got that. Seriously, this is the first thing I would tell them to do it. Just eat meat, yeah. fat, butter. Uh, eggs, fish, uh, and just do it for 90 days and see what happens. Yeah, two sticks of butter, that one... Uh, whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I put butter in everything. I put it in my smoothie, you know, with my colostrum. I'll put a half a stick of butter in there, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's crazy. Oh Sean, I'm eating beef tallow by the spoonfuls. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, so yeah, Mom just asked... But he's not, he's not putting any garnishes on the sirloin steak or anything, because we love We're having a steak tonight, and but we do mushrooms and pine nuts and garlic and, uh, you know. That's we, all right. It's we, not, you're, you're fine. It's not, you know, I wouldn't get anal sphincter about it. You know, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. 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 Enjoy. Just have the steak. Just eat the steak. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do. I put butter on mine. There's also a cool little spice. Uh, I think Dr. Cowan's selling it now. It's called, I forget the name of it, but it's all made from uh, organ meats. And it really tastes great. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I put cheese on my, you know, when I do ground beef, I make cheeseburgers. That's fun. Uh huh, yeah. So we do right. cheese, raw cheese, goat's milk. I've been doing goat's milk as well. Right. So it's pretty, right. pretty broad based diet. The only thing I'm not eating is. Fruits and fruits and vegetables and carbs, potatoes. Uh-huh. Do you know the potatoes? If you hear the story about the potato and where they came from and how they got there, you'd never have a potato again in your life. Yeah, I listened to that other interview with the other guy here. Oh, did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, you mean so. you're talking about Cyves? C C Y V E S? That video uh, we put on the front page. Yeah, the one that. Uh, Plants and veganism is right. uh, yeah. not a human diet. Yeah. Can you speak up uh, a little bit? You're kind of low on the totem pole with volume. Ooh. I don't know. It's the stupid cell phone stuff. You know, you never know. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So what's going so, on in Seattle that's fun? I mean, are you guys getting? Uh, they're not woking you up, are they? They're, don't let them get you, Sean. Yeah, we're just uh, waiting for a little more snow in the mountains so we can go snowmobiling. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Sharon and I are ready to go, and the kids are ready to go, and Good take the you. motorhome up to the mountains and go snowmobiling. Oh, man. You, you like to do that, huh? Well, yeah, I got 23 snowmobiles, uh, <laughs> you know, because I like, I like supporting the world and having fun, and uh, <laughs> this last year here, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm selling everything. I'm just getting down to Sharon's sled and my, my new sled and a uh, little Judah's sled, who's so, uh, you're hilarious, yeah. Fun, you know. Yeah, 
Uh, we like to have fun. So, well, so I, I guess, are you doing one, one, uh, I, what's your time frame for your meal, for your meat, whatever you're doing oh, today? I've been, what's your I'm doing two meals a day. I'll have my first meal, like, um, hmm, I don't know, one, t- two, and then maybe something else around seven. Not as much, okay. though, at night. You know, I'm just not as hungry, but, you know, I'll do some eggs or a small piece of beef or a burger or fish. I like fish, you know. I'll get some, uh-huh. I'll get some uh, halibut or cod, uh, dry fish. You know, Adam doesn't think that these, and he may be right, that these real oily salmon things are the best to do all the time, you know, that, uh-huh. that the omega-3s. And also I'm doing oysters, raw oysters. Very good. Nice, nice. Nice. So fish is part of the, part of, part of the uh, meat program there. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we we yeah, human, we've yeah. eaten a lot of fish over millions of years. I mean, that's why we settled near the sea and the rivers, right? And we we ate fish. Uh-huh. Makes uh, sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, I we love it. we love our fish, we love our salmon, we love our cod, we love uh we we love it all. Yeah, I love uh, it all, baby. <clears throat> we love it all. So all the, uh, I guess, the lectins and the uh, whatever poisons that the uh, greens put out, uh, uh, you know, the vegetables, that's totally out of your diet and everything. Totally so out. You don't have to worry about that now. Totally out. Well, you know me, I don't worry about anything, but I've had some I've had some of the old lectins come out with a little rash, you know, <laughs> down, yeah. my, down my leg, but I know that's what it is, but... Uh, that's about all I felt with getting off the lectins, and I got off pretty. I'm, I'm sorry, the uh, the uh, the oxalate. What do you call them? Oxalates, yeah. The oxalates, yeah. The oxalates. I told you that story. Yeah. I heard Sally Norton, and I, all the ox, high oxalate foods were like every day. I was eating spinach and chard and almonds, and you know, just everything. Right. Right. So you know. Yeah. I think I might uh, might have to do it uh, here and, and uh, try her out. Just got to figure out our talk to my farmers out in uh, out in the country here and say, all right, we need another beef, and talk to my hunter buddies and say, all right, here I'm gonna get a tag here. Go get me my deer or my elk. And, that'd be uh, great. Yeah, that'd be good food. You know, elk, deer, really good. I like yeah. buffalo. You know, I like buffalo as well. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Jennifer Daniel says, just eat an animal that you want to be more like than you are today. And she says, you don't want to be like a chicken. So (laughs) I kind of like that idea. Yeah. 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 Well, I got another investor who's got a buffalo ranch. uh, Oh, you do? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I could get a buffalo. Now, Now, keep in mind that the fat is really key, Sean, if you're going to play with this. Make sure you get a lot of fat. That's the deal. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. butter, ghee, mm, whatever. Well, how's, uh, how's Adam doing? Is he doing any uh, attempting this one? No, no, Adam's totally into sugar, man. He's like out of control. He, he's still doing <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. He's, he's listening tonight. He'll, Adam, give us a little list for Sean and everybody what your current diet is like. I think when he loves potatoes. He potatoes and vegetables, but he's... I mean, he eats sugar by the poundfuls. This guy's out of control. Right, right. Well, 
That is funny. <laughs> well, uh, we we love our we love our bacon wrapped sirloin steaks that we get at the uh, market. The oh yeah. Of, oh, that's just so tasty. Sharon makes a nice blue cheese uh, with garlic and seasoning uh, dip with uh, she mixes up with a cube of butter. Ooh. And, uh, now oh, you're yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, Cuba butter and blue cheese and some uh, garlic and some other seasoning and yeah, you put that on top of your sirloin and or your burger and oh my goodness, yeah, really good, yeah, really that good. One, do you guys nice do you guys get uh, uh, access to raw cheese up there, Sean? Uh, no, I don't. We don't. I'm not a. Sharon loves cheese, and I'm sure we have it out at the market here. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not a big cheese guy. No, yeah. Uh, but uh, so, whatever she gets, uh, I know Mom just gets the Costco garbage, and so, uh, yeah, the slices of the rubber stuff. How's Mom doing, by the way? How's she doing? Oh, she's got some aches and pains, and sore from snowmobile, and still from last year. She <laughs> does, and so I'm like, well. Maybe we got to change something here. So, yeah, she was like, I just, I just can't, I don't know if I could just do that. I love all my other stuff. And I'm like, well, when your aches and pains go away, um, you might. Uh, yeah, you, you never know, right? Yeah. You could just keep adding yeah. more animal stuff and see if you see some improvement. People do that without going cold turkey. And then they, they get motivated and say, hmm, maybe there's something to this. I think, you know what I mean? Then maybe I'll do more. Yeah. Just, you don't have right. to jump in like, some Scorpio Italian does like me. No, it's just like exercise. You don't go run a marathon the first week. Right. You right. Start, start walking to the mailbox uh, three times a day, you know? And so, yeah. But, uh, well, we'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to tell mom here, well, why don't we uh, do a family uh, household carnivore here and uh, <laughs> see, see how everybody uh, fares. That would be a great experiment, wouldn't it, just to see how you guys do it. It would be fun. It's always good to yeah. experiment, right on, you know? Well, you know, I, I'm Irish, so I can just do everything cold turkey and just go for the can you? Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah, I bet you can. So, no. I don't have a problem with that one. It's, uh, it, it's all or nothing, and, and I like going that route, but uh, well, everybody else has a problem with that one. Since you're a money guy, I'll ask you, um, did you hear me ask uh, Martin Armstrong what his level of confidence in on long-term um, survivability of Bitcoin on a one to ten? Did you hear him? No, I didn't hear that. What did he answer on that one? Five. Five. He did, he did a five. Yeah, he did a five. So and for he, what that's worth, you know. Yeah, I just, I still, I don't, I don't have any of it. I wanted to speculate some, and you know, throw, you know. Buy a few here, sell a few there, do whatever, but uh, I still haven't. It's just like, uh, I know there's money to be made, you know, if you want to speculate, but you got to be, it's like the Forex. You got to, it's not a, you know, oh, you're just going to look at the charts, you know, you know, one hour a day and, oh, you're going to make a million dollars. It's just a 10 No, no. Hours. It's been pretty stable yeah. for around the 19,000 for months and months. Oh, yeah. 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 So. But yeah. I think I think you're right. I think that if you really were a risk, <laughs> that there I think there's going to be there will be a hit, and it's going to go. I think it'll go way up for some reason. I don't know if, how long it'll stay there, but 
but I just got this yeah. feeling that it's going to take another run. What was it up to? At one point, it was at 50,000, wasn't it? Oh, it hit 69,000. No, really? Wow. Yeah, it popped out at 69, just, just below 70,000. Whoa. Everybody's got to sell. You better sell. You better sell. Everybody's like, oh, I'm in it for the lifetime. Yeah, right. like, oh, really? You mean people stayed in and just lost it all? Well, no, they didn't look because they're not selling. You know, all these people, that's one of the things uh, is that I think over 70% of Bitcoin owners right now are what we call hodlers. And they're just, they're what? Know, they're going to hold on until the till the end of time. Oh, I see. Till the end of time. So, yeah. So yeah. where's the, so my thing is, where's the investment? I mean, it's kind of like gold and silver. It's like you don't ever make money on gold and silver. It, it, it's a store of value. That's it. And so, if Bitcoin, I mean, if you can borrow against it, you know, uh, which you people can. I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, Michael Saylor, he borrows against his, you know, his billions of dollars of Bitcoin. And Well, and, yeah, uh, I mean, there's what, what 200 trillion of, uh, what's that word they call? Um, hmm. the, what, the altcoins? Or no, what? 200 billion, 200 trillion worth of uh, when you borrow money to... Well, what do they call that? The bond? What, the bond market? What? No, just in general, um, there's a word, syn- and synthetic, um, synthetic. Um, oh, the derivatives? Yeah, no, derivatives. derivatives. Deriv- yeah, derivatives. No, we're, probably, we're probably 600 trillion in derivatives. No I mean, kidding. Derivatives, nobody even knows the number on derivatives. Whoa. People throw around, people throw around you know, numbers on the derivatives, and I honestly to tell you it's like the federal reserve nobody knows nobody nobody knows. knows nobody knows and it's just a total crap show and and uh, yeah the derivatives market is the phoniest and that's and that's like i believe you know like uh david martin says we need to we don't need to build back better we don't you know we don't need to make america great we need to start over because it was it was created on opium money it wasn't this founding father's BS that we were brought up. I know, I know. You know, we need to start over and we need to start with family and friends and community. And, you know, it's just like the last three years. Do the Amish care what happens with COVID? Do the Amish care who's president? No. You know, we need to create community everywhere in the world. This is humankind, not... Right, I agree. And don't you think, I think that's where we're going, right? That's what we're going to do. Well, you know, I'm talking to my, my, you know, local good buddies and whatnot, and we just had a good conversation this last week. Okay, I'm looking at 400 acres right now, and I'm looking at another 110 acres and or 118 acres, and it's like, okay, well, is Patrick going to sell his little 10-acre farm and then move over to my 400 acres, or I should say our 400 acres? Is Bob going to do it? Is Sally going to do it? You know? It's it's one thing to oh, everybody I understand. talk about it. I understand. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really, yeah. you know, as much as I love you and everything, I wouldn't I wouldn't go in any place that's a club that would let me in. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I mean, to create a community of... Oh, I see. Uh, but you don't have to be physically commune. You can be spiritually and interact, uh, you know, financially and trade-wise. You don't need to be together. No, but I mean that's what—that's how the Amish have survived, though. Is, is mm, they are really? I don't think so. Because I can't help you with carpentry or electrical or anything. Oh, I see here. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and if I if my meat is here and you're down there, I mean, yeah, we could ship it. You know, there's all these things that come in. If if I'm a dentist, you know, I can't help you down there. If I'm a doctor, I can't help. Oh, you Oh, so you're there. talking about that kind of community, yeah? Uh-huh. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, mm-hmm. we can do the fairy tale internet community like we've been created, and everybody thinks that oh, that's fun, but you know, you know, sexually, physically, spiritually, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff, you know, you need to be in proximity of people, you know. Well, you know, that's just the, get the full 100 acres, and I mean, you could always sell it if it doesn't work, you know. Yeah, I, it, it's just, you know, when I talk to people, it's like, oh, well, you know, I got my job here. and Right, I, no, I understand. But, you know, the things haven't even started to implode yet, you know. If, well, thing, if things start well, we, falling apart, people will be more amenable to go in. To, to do what you're talking about. Well, when things implode, then they won't be able to sell anything. Then it's like, well, then they're stuck. It's like all the idiots that, you know, uh, you know, are holding on to their properties right now. It's like I'm telling everybody, if you're not selling now, um, and you're if you're if you're going to die in your house, don't sell. But if you're not going to die in your house, you know, sell it to some other you know lonely soul that doesn't uh, see the biggest bubble in world history. All right. Uh, we we've already popped that bubble. I mean, it's going down everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So and if interest you know, rates go to fifteen or whatever they go to, you talk about a pop. Hello. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, well mm-hmm. the crypto side here, I don't know. I <laughs> I still Tom Luongo. He thinks it's a you know he still thinks Saki Tachi Hashimoto. You know. Sure, I understand. I, you know, DARPA created the internet. DARPA, you know, tracks everything, and uh, I still 100% believe that they created the crypto market just to get the world <laughs> all cryptoed up. So when they do the central bank thing, yeah, very well, possible. It, yeah, yeah, so very possible. Well, okay, kiddo. So, oh, I want to recommend a movie that's got lots of snowmobiling in it that you're going to love. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. You guys can watch it this weekend. It's called Wind River. Wind River. Wind River. It is written and directed by Taylor Sheridan, who's one of my favorite guys. Who huh. he does uh, Yellowstone. Um, you know Yellowstone. You know that yeah. that that series, eighteen eighty three. Brilliant writer, brilliant director. Um, Wind River. It's just. It's really, really a great, one of my favorite movies. And they got a lot of snowmobiling in there, baby. Oh, so you guys well. will like that one. You guys will like that. We'll like that one. Uh, Wind River. And is it 20 years old or? Oh, I don't know. You're asking me tough questions. I don't know. Oh. Is it? No, we got any hey. Wind River based on a true story. No, just Wind River. Just, just Wind Just Wind River. All right. And who's the uh, director? Taylor Sheridan? Taylor, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I got it. What year was that? I got it. Uh, Wind River is a 2017 neo-Western crime film. It's a a great one. One of my faves. I've seen it about five times. I read Taylor Sheridan's scripts to learn about screenwriting. He's brilliant. Okay. All right. You know, if I had a bunch of money, you know what I would do? What? If I had a bunch of money, 
I would find somebody like Taylor Sheridan or Oliver Stone or some of my other people that I really respect, you know? Yeah. And I would just go to work for them for free. Well, that's called internship. You know? We had a discussion with uh, our 13 who just turned 14-year-old last night because, you know, he's been working at a nursery for the last year and he's working at the Enumclaw auction for the poultry auction and the Brilliant. cattle. And just do it. That's and, how you learn. Yeah. And there's, he's like, well, the one place is paying me now and, you know, my other place is, I'm like, okay, well, you got to understand that, you know, does the owner of the company who's teaching you things, is he, does he know more than you? And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, so there what is go. that value to you? I said, it's called an internship. We're always thinking about money, 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 but it's just like you just said. You have value that you see in what these guys can teach you if you can just go work for free. And that's you what bet. I told you. That. I said, you know, you can go work for free for somebody for a certain amount of time. It could be two months. It could be two years. It could be four years. And then do your own thing or then get paid, you know, heavily, whatever. And, uh, but if somebody has value to breed into your, you know, consciousness, then you bet it's a, yeah. it's worth yeah. a lot, so, boy. It's worth a lot. Yeah. That, 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 that's, it's priceless. It's priceless so, as they yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sean, yeah, my, my destiny is to be a movie producer or to write scripts and make movies. And when I yeah. do that, you're going to be one of the dudes I come to to get invested to be an executive producer. You're on my list. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Put your name in the highlights, huh? <laughs> That's right. Executive producer, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's kiddo. That's Always take good talking care. to you. You take care of my best and love to you, your family. See you soon. All right. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks for your support. That's right. That's what executive producers are. You ever see executive producers at the beginning of a film? They're the people that put in the money. That's how you get films made. And my films will all be independent films because the stuff I want to write about and do write about, I've written three screenplays. Studios are not going to be real happy.